Okay, so it's N E W S dot Y something. C. I got yep. it. Okay. Oh yeah, I got it now. Okay. We're good. good. Okay, you got the autocomplete. Good. Yeah. <laughs> of course, for us, it's really H C K R N E W S dot True. Yeah. <laughs> that took a second to remember, actually. That's... Yeah. It is. I started typing in uh, hndigest.com, and then I remembered that uh, hndigest doesn't let you see uh, the old digests that haven't been previously emailed to you. There's no. Uh, there's no archive. So. I don't, we, we're, we're out of touch, you know? That's you know, they true. say, like, in experiments with rats or whatever, when you, uh, you know, they have setups where the rats, like, press a button, and then they occasionally get, like, a reward. Uh, and, you know, they've done experiments to see, like, what the kind of frequency of uh, reward distribution gets the, the rats most addicted to, uh, like, pressing the lever, you know? Right. And then it's, like... It's supposed to be like consistent but random, you know. So like okay. is far more addictive than uh, right. you know than just like giving them a reward every time or giving them a reward every like fifth time or whatever. And uh, that's basically what we do here at uh, HNTLDR. <laughs> you know, we uh, extremely random, and uh, I guess the consistent part is where where we fall down. Right. Yeah. But we were halfway there. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's more than most people ever do. <laughs> And I, this, the same experiment is being run by uh, Apple Music. Oh, interesting. Tell me more. Yeah, they're, they're trying to decide uh, whether you'll still stick with the service, even if it uh, is completely random whether it works or not. <laughs> it's just a uh, literal abusive relationship where they just like occasionally withhold the ability to play music uh, to users of their music playing service. I actually hadn't seen this when it came through HN, so I was just reading it for the first time moments ago. But okay. uh, it's a strong list of top 10 annoyances. It is, top 10 annoyances, and that, I assume, is uh, cherry-picked from a list of uh, several thousand uh, grievances, which I'm sure. I, I actually don't know if, I, uh, if I've if i told you this uh, in real life, and certainly not on mic, but uh, I'm, I'm no longer... No longer an Apple Music user. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to end the call right uh, here. It's been it's been a good run, Kenny. And of course, we're talking about our friendship ending, not the podcast. You know, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. It, this is why I specifically was fascinated to see uh, on HCKR News uh, if you do the top twenty sort. Uh, you know, back to back, there was an article about Apple Music called "Apple Music is the most buggy and annoying software I use," which I concur. Uh, and a complaint about Spotify, uh, basically killing the table of songs. You know, kind of like uh, your classic uh, person who's nostalgic for the iTunes days and just wants like that very kind of stark table of songs with its popularity metric and its runtime, and you can star it or whatever. Um, that was like an extremely, extremely dense uh, layout of information when I look at the screenshot that he presented in this blog post yeah. uh, compared to anything you'll see in Spotify, Apple Music, or uh, the greatest of all music apps in the one to which I currently subscribe, um, YouTube Music. I saw that coming a mile away, and that's, uh, <laughs> it's upsetting. Oh, you know, I must have told you. Because I, I, I was so proud of myself when I, I finally switched to YouTube Premium to get rid of ads. And I just, okay. I didn't even know this was the case, but like, uh, 
I subscribe just to get rid of ads and because I kind of feel bad about uh, the amount of YouTube I've consumed with ad block on, uh, despite the fact that I like there are creators that I follow religiously and like, you know, I am a big fan of. And so I finally was like, well, I'll try to throw them, like give them some some money for their work, upgrade to YouTube premium. And then they ju it just comes with YouTube music. And I was just like, took about three seconds of me like jumping around the music.youtube.com interface to be like, oh, I see, this is uh, better than Apple in every way and web-based, which I kind of dig. And their app, uh, their you know native iOS app is even uh, just off the charts better than, than the Apple Music app for a lot wow. of the reasons that are described in this post. And that comes for free with, uh, with YouTube, YouTube Premium. Premium, formerly wow. YouTube Red, which is not to be confused with YouTube TV, which is the uh, their kind of like sling sling competitor, you know, the one that actually gives you like live, uh, right? Okay. Cable. You know, I just I just went to music.youtube.com to see what it looked like, and it starts off like pick five artists you like. Mm -hmm. And there are a bunch of random artists here, and there's also Vampire Weekend, Green Day, and Bob Dylan. And I was like, "That's a, come on, that's impossible." But then I realized they're just they're just taking from my YouTube they search know. history, right? Yeah, they, yeah, they've yeah. just been like training their you know the YouTube music algorithm on you just in case you ever decide to switch. They hit the ground running. <laughs> that's actually and, that's it's well done because it's half it's exactly half of my favorite artists and half artists I've never heard of, and they yeah. really they snuck them in here. Yeah. And that means it already is knows more than uh, than Apple Music does, or at least <laughs> even if Apple Music does know about your preferences, they, you know, their equivalent of the Explore tab is so dramatically worse, I would say, than than the YouTube one, which kind of, you know, as you'd expect, YouTube is pretty good at recommendation algorithms. So I'm just on here now, like on the Explore tab, and I'm seeing like. Post Malone, Bo Burnham, Ed Sheeran, and then, like you said, like a couple of people that I haven't heard of, but that like are being recommended to me for, you know, presumably some specific reason. Interesting. Well, I also use YouTube Premium, so maybe I'll give this a try. Wow. When did you uh, When did you get on board the the Premium train? I've I've been on Premium for a while actually. Oh uh, man. It's definitely it's worth it. The ads were just getting so annoying, and yeah. I hate ads, so. The ads are rough. Yeah. He, Bo really uh, leaned into the the parody YouTube video thing in the uh, the outtakes for yes. Inside. Yes. I enjoyed it immensely. Those were great. <laughs> the uh, counting down like with the skip ad button, yeah. like three, two, one, too late. <laughs> Showed up for like one frame. <sighs> Exceptional content. So good. Uh, right. Okay. So we've gotten worse. It would seem at staying on topic. Uh, that's duly noted. Uh, yeah. You know, Spotify. Yeah. Maybe add a table of songs. Apple Music. Maybe shut down. And uh, listener, uh, switch to YouTube Music. Okay. Uh, yeah. Did you hear this? Uh, GitHub user sends notification to four hundred thousand users. So I saw it, and then I, I I read the the GitHub comments, and I also saw his apology tweet from which I guess it's like from an eighteen year old or something. But I don't understand really what happened. Okay, I didn't see his tweet. Uh, was that linked somewhere down in the uh, in the in I GitHub actually, comments? I saw it separately. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. It, so it's this like just microscopic PR that was sent into this Epic Game slash sign up repo, which actually didn't even look deeply into what it is. I guess it's just a repo with information, a readme, 
uh, with information about how to sign up for a free Epic Games account to get access to the Unreal source code. Okay. Um, so I, as I understand it, uh, there's basically this like developer group it's called on GitHub. I guess this is a, a concept on GitHub where like certain people can, can join developer groups and then uh, elsewhere on GitHub, you can actually tag this group with, you know, with an at mention the way you can, you know, tag just any, any user. Um, this person put in like a basically one line change to uh, this readme, which looks like it just added in an image. Uh, like an Epic Games logo, and then he like submitted a PR for it, and then tagged uh, at Epic Games Art V2 admin, at Epic Games developers, and at Epic Team admin. I think that second one, at Epic Games developers, is this developer group that contained 400,000 GitHub users, all of whom I guess had to sign some sort of CLA or or something to that effect in order to get access to the Unreal Engine code. Um, mm. And so they just had some system in place where everyone who, you know, uh, signed this consent form or whatever it is, this agreement to get access to the code was auto added to this. And uh, this like 18 year old, you know, submitting like probably one of his first PRs, like he looks like 12 uh, in his profile picture, uh, just like decided to tag some people to get his PR merged. <laughs> and uh, yeah, basically a... A, a notification which it's github notifications so like who who cares <laughs> like i don't think people got right well oh you know never mind i i'm remembering now this did actually send an email notification to whoever for whatever reason hasn't disabled like you know uh like email notifications on github notifications right uh, yes, which yes, is yes. like basically on them in the first place but uh, yeah, immediate, strong outpouring of uh, extreme vitriol, including one of the very first comments is like, you know, permission to authorize the death penalty on people who do this. And it's like, all right, wow. that escalated quickly. <laughs> this really is like a, a kid. Um, and, you know, Hacker News came, came down um, on the side of, of the kid uh, for the most part. And, you know, an innocent enough mistake really on GitHub for, you know, creating any system at all that would make it possible for you know a person to send four hundred thousand emails uh out of you know out of ignorance um, yeah that okay so that okay so i understand it now i the part that i was confused about was like what did he do to like get around the system to send it and the answer is nothing it was like this is just like an open group that happens to have four hundred thousand people in it yep exactly wow yeah this uh yeah, this this notion of a, well, a GitHub group, a uh, developer group, which I guess is a different concept from an organization and a different concept from just a user account, of course. Um, yeah, I wasn't familiar with it, and I guess uh, you know not many <laughs> people were. <laughs> Neither was he. So uh, yeah, I guess people are suggesting that they rename this to something a little more like, I don't know explicit at epic game slash terms of service signatories so that answers the question it was all people who'd signed the terms of service for epic games gotcha um but yeah i mean it's uh you know silly silly situation here uh yeah silliness on on all sides by github and by epic games and yeah to a much lesser extent by this uh this poor kid <laughs> <laughs> yeah slack has the, that nice feature where if you try to at channel uh, a big group it'll say like you know you're about to notify like 50 people in four time zones are you sure you want to do this yep yeah good. similar over here absolutely okay should we talk about our our friends at coinbase 
having a rough week. Seems like it. This... I don't really even know why I said friends because I don't know anybody at Coinbase. Mm, yeah, and I know zero. And they, they, you know, it's not it's not hip to be friends with Coinbase anymore. No, right. That's what I was. <laughs> that's what I wanted to make clear in my yeah, comment. You're being, I'm not, yeah, yeah, I'm not actually <laughs> friends with them. Right. Uh, I do use their service though. Really? Okay. Time to switch to uh, you know to Kraken or something, isn't it? Lower <laughs> fees. Got to. Uh, Got to got to escape from the uh, the big players and use some sketchy uh, exchange that'll probably get hacked or go out of you know get Mount Goxed. That's right, that's what the right. real hackers are doing. <laughs> oh, yeah, they okay, so. decided to uh, well, I guess extend their current hiring pause. You know, this is this is the timeline here is is what's kind of tricky because you know the TLDR of this blog post is we are are extending our current hiring pause. Uh, for both new and backfill roles, uh, and rescind a number of ex- accepted offers, which is really where they lost the uh, <laughs> the popular uh, you know <laughs> sentiment here. Yeah, really. Uh, which you know you'd think if they were already on a hiring pause, were these offers that they're rescinding? Did they get accepted during the hiring pause? Because if so, that is a good question. It's it's really doubly bad. Um, or if these were like accepted and then the hiring pause happened and they were in limbo and now with this new extension they've decided to rescind them which is not a good look either way there's really no way to win here yeah uh, the way but... to win would be to have not posted offers that they wouldn't be able to accept. <laughs> yes correct have you looked at their stock price do you know um how badly they got hit in this whole um you know tech uh tech bubble bursting uh, I have checked somewhat recently, but I don't know exactly, but I think it's like 80% would be my guess. Ah, yes, indeed. All right. High in roughly November 2021, uh, 357 USD, currently trading at 66 thereabouts. So yeah, I think you got that ratio Wow. pretty much exactly right. Uh, yeah, 80, 82% down. So wow. yeah, I, I guess, um, you know... <laughs> Maybe a good time to buy Coinbase, or maybe it never was. Um, those right? Are the yeah, those are the those are the options. <laughs> I do think the the rescinding of offers is especially. I mean, I guess everybody said this, but feels like how how did you not like how did the scenario occur where you you were going to be hitting tough times and still giving out offers, and then the times just crossed some little thresholds. Yeah, that you were like, okay, gotta rescind them. And there were there were people posting on Twitter about like, there was a kid who was uh, gonna be an intern from a different country, so he was getting his work visa through this internship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now that it's canceled, he can't come into the U.S., which is pretty dumb. Yeah. So yeah, not great. The that other thing I don't brutal. love about this Coinbase article is that so there it's the three bullets. The three points are one, the hiring pause. Two. We will rescind accepted offers. And number three, we acknowledge and take responsibility for the experience of those impacted. <laughs> Which I laugh while saying because I, I, I agree that they acknowledge it. The, t- the take responsibility part, I'm less less convinced. They have a, an odd definition of take responsibility. Yeah. They're just like rest assured, we're 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 uh, we can't sleep at night. We know that you're suffering, but we're suffering for too for sure. Don't don't worry about the details, but we we're responsible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
that's one of those where you can't you have to do more than just state the thing for responsibility <laughs> like saying i take responsibility it does not actually meet the bar of taking responsibility yeah which is a tricky that's tricky for i think for some people to to conceptualize it is it is uh and yeah i do i mean it wasn't like um their stock price just cratered you know overnight it's been kind of like a a pretty steady drop off actually since since that high in november uh which is interesting and I'm not sure if that's actually, um, you know, very typical. Uh, I feel like most people, I mean, they definitely just took a huge hit in like early May down from like 130 to, yeah, this kind of current level, like 60 to 70. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, but, you know, I feel like there was blood, there's been blood in the water for a while. Like they were on like a clear downward trajectory. I mean, it's for the last, right. I don't know, seven months. Yeah. Um, so I guess with these, you know, super high growth, you know, like five, like five years from creation to IPO or whatever it was, or you're just stuck in the uh, extreme high growth uh, hiring all the time mode. Uh, it's just hard to uh, hard to change the direction of the ship, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, but you know, not to let them off the hook. They yeah uh, yeah. yeah they suck. <laughs> yeah, I mean they cut politics out of their. Uh, they were able to change on that one. Was this one of the things that they? Uh, yeah, this was, Coinbase was the one that was like the first one to go like. No politics in company no slot or whatever. In the office. Interesting. I feel like uh, I missed that. I, I remember vividly the the DHH uh, scandal around this. Right. Yeah. Around the same time. Okay. Interesting. Huh. Well, I uh, I guess I'm good for for Coinbase. Like they seem to avoid. I mean, they. I. I guess was it was it just as bad for Coinbase, or did, uh, you know, did DHH and uh, and Basecamp kind of bear the brunt of of that whole uh, controversy? I think it was not as bad for Coinbase because Coinbase was already the the. This is really projecting here, but I think the type of person who was into Coinbase was already okay with getting rid of politics from the office, whereas like. The average DHH fan that's, is probably is more like. That's a great take. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Though you'd think the average DHH fan would be like sufficiently dogmatically pro DHH and pro. That's true. Know, everything that all of all of their, uh, I don't want to say ideological stuff. Like all, all of their like almost like philosophical work life balance takes, um, kind of form like a. Uh, a bit of a, a bit of a dogma, a bit of a yes. religion, um, and so I, I remember being surprised at how people, you know, who I would have expected to be in the tank for DHH, like a large chunk of hacker of hacker news, how uh, quickly it felt like they they turned on uh, turned on them after that. Yeah, but hard to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, okay. the one X engineer. What is this the one X engineer? Well, if you want to know, just go to one x dot engineer, <laughs> and uh, it'll tell you. Uh, and there's a you know, it's not the most succinct definition of anything I've ever seen. Right. Uh, I, I I will state that up front. This is actually a uh, oh man, the switch to simple style is so much nicer. Nicer, I gotta say. Uh, yeah, this is I want to say is just like uh, this entire you know single page, <laughs> single function website is on GitHub, so you can just like go to the repo and submit a PR with your own kind of criteria for what qualifies as a one X engineer. But uh, it was pretty delightful. I'll be, I'll uh, frankly, 
it's basically like this list of criteria for a 1x engineer uh, that entirely, you know, throws the whole 10x engineer, like, you know, kind of uh, hero worship, you know, tone. And it's just like, you know, a 1x engineer is a person who, uh, you know, isn't some genius and uh, isn't able to like put the team on their back, but they just like are competent and get their work done and care about the people they work with and like, you know, give credit to the people who deserve it. And yeah, they for sure copy code from uh, Stack Overflow and uh, do all the things that all of us do all the time. And uh, just kind of like gives people permission to do the things that most developers do in some sense. Um, yeah. And I thought it was great and uh, highly relatable. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm on board with stuff like this where, uh, you know, Hacker News is definitely the kind of place where these, the myth of the 10x engineer gets uh, popularized and, and uh, people end up feeling uh, inadequate for, for no reason. Right. Um, so this is a good little, uh, I don't know, uh, return, you know, uh, whatever <laughs> counterpoint, I suppose. <laughs> yes, yeah. I also enjoy that the first comment on Hacker News it goes the other it goes uh, the next step to the zero point one x developer. <laughs> Look, once they make that website, then they'll have a point. Okay, but they gotta make the zero point one x dot developer dot com, which true. I guess would just be a <laughs> subdomain. <laughs> <laughs> so come on, whoever made one x that engineer, get on this. <laughs> Luckily, there are there are pull requests available on the One X Engineer webpage at the bottom. This is our chance to really just provide a voice for all of our fellow Zero Point One X Engineers out there. Oh my gosh, I, I do have I do I do have a PR that I wonder this this would be the type of PR I'm sure that they would not be happy with, but I what I did on this website is I right-clicked and then hit inspect element because I use Safari, but I'm sure there's so you have your own way to get into developer tools on a website. Mm -hmm. uh, Just inspect. I, it's cleaner. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, or and then, option command I, depending on that. Option command I, that's a good one. Yeah. That probably works for... Out of the, I don't think I, I can figure that. I think it works out of the gate. Uh, anyway, yeah, you're in inspect element. Safari too. Yeah, if you're in inspect element, you see that there's like the head and then the body, and in the body there's main footer, and then there's uh, three CSS files and one JavaScript file. And if you just take those four or five lines and just delete them, the web page looks a lot nicer. <laughs> uh, I don't I don't doubt it. But they already provide the switch to simple style. I know. That's what I, I switched to simple style. And oh. then for half a second, the CSS hadn't loaded yet. And I was like, <laughs> oh, this looks great. And then the CSS loaded. <laughs> and I was like, not. A, I don't know how I feel about the background color that they chose. The background right. gradient, I should say. All right. I got there and I just deleted everything. And it's all of the plain HTML styling. And I can confirm to you, dear listener, that it looks terrible. Okay. Oh <laughs> Don't gosh. even worry. Like, no, obviously no max width because there's no CSS on the whole page. So yeah, already yeah. out of the gate, you lose. I will say, I'm, I, they, you know, it doesn't, the width, the text itself doesn't go all the way right up to the edge on the left even when you delete all the CSS. So I guess they must have some sort of inline style to actually add some. Uh, it looks like they added a, a bit of a margin to the body tag. 
Oh, I see. That's actually built into the browser. Huh. Good job, yeah. browser. <laughs> Damn. I just lost this so comprehensively. That's not such a bummer. I, I do... I do love that the browser gives you a little bit of CSS, but it gives you the absolute bare minimum. <laughs> this is so funny because I, I was sure that by default, like, you know, it looks terrible because the text goes right up to the edge. But that's only because I use like a reset.css in like every project I use, which is just like a CSS file that's ah. designed to like eliminate all of the built-in browser CSS. Right. So you yes. just kind of have like a clean slate for your, you know, uh, CSS in JS framework or, you know, like React component library or whatever it is that you're using. So right. that, uh, you know, you, you don't have to like add all these uh, exceptions. You just kind of start from from truly nothing. Uh, but, you know, all right. I, uh, I've, I'm sorry. I, I just want to state my public apology to whoever uh, you know put in the PR to add that nice eight pixel margin to the body tag that I've just brutally eliminated from every project I've ever uh, I've ever worked on. That's on me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right, <laughs> moving on. Um, I do think one of the I think our audience is a little lucky that. We didn't. We haven't done a. I wouldn't say we haven't done a lot of recordings in the past, like four or five months. And yeah, I mean, I guess you could say not a lot. If yeah, depending not a on lot. your definition, sure. Right. Um, and I think the audience is a little bit lucky because, for like a couple months there, it would have been me every day recommending a different Wordle knockoff game. Oh man. <laughs> Which you know. I, pl I think I played a different Wordle knockoff game every day for like a month. <laughs> That's fantastic. I I mean maybe we should do a separate podcast episode, uh, a separate episode or an entirely separate podcast. Frankly, a about podcast, all the Wordle knockoffs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wordle TLDR. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll workshop it. It'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there is there is one this week uh, that is pretty good. One of, I I have not been able to beat it yet. Uh, that mm. was a show HN, and it's called Can You Lose at Wordle. Or also, don'twordle.com. Don'twordle.com. And the point is that there is a single word, and your goal is to not guess that word. But every time you put a guess, you have to use the information that you've learned. So if you get a letter right, the rest of your words have to have that letter in the correct spot. <laughs> and the question is, can you get all the way, can you get, what is it, six, can you get six words where... It follows all the rules, but somehow you still did not get the correct word. Oh, man. That's really good. Great premise. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm already... My first guess, I got uh, a green and a yellow, and now I'm already like... That's tough. You know? Oh, man. I'm unfortunately just going to have to win, and by win, I mean lose this game. Right. <laughs> I'll say... Let's see. I was shown a, a Wordle game called Movie-Dle. Okay. That... Uh, was delightful it basically shows you an entire movie but compressed into uh, a single one second clip uh <laughs> i just watched uh today's and it was immediately clear to me that it was juno because i am a monster right. sorry to everyone uh and it's it's fantastic you only get you know whatever it is 24 frames i guess that are essentially just chosen randomly uh and then the creator of movie dole and this is a fantastic game, which I absolutely love. Uh, the same creator decided to do 
uh, a game that I had in my head and like was thinking about how you would do it uh, recently, which is Poster Duel, which is like you have a movie poster and then you okay. basically start with like, a version of it that literally is like six pixels, like, you know, a two by three pixel uh, pixelated version of the poster. And then you like kind of start playing the GIF and the like number of pixels in the rendering of the movie poster kind of just increases linearly over time and then mm. you're able to like press pause as soon as you think you've got it and your number of points is proportional to like how quickly you're able to press pause and then type in the, the movie title right so, okay both of these like that. extremely up my alley yes uh, for, as movie trivia stuff and uh definitely uh, already bookmarked those for uh which i will now proceed to play every day for the rest of the <laughs> For foreseeable future i did just try a movie doll and it's a great concept well done and it's also it's just crazy that the mind is able to process that many clips in one in one second and then mm-hmm. do the search in the mind of everything the mind has ever seen <laughs> and yeah. find those specific things gosh and that's like that, so there's cool. some like two hours of my life back in 2006 like you know on i think i watched it on a cruise and that's like the only time i've seen juno in my life and it's still there and i'm still like oh yeah i definitely just saw like michael Sarah sitting on a on an armchair <laughs> and i know i know what's going on <laughs> wearing running shorts you know wow i mm. just got oceans 11 i just picked a random day and may 18th oh man so yeah a breeze for you <laughs> See, the other one that, that was like that was like my fifth one and i i had i didn't know the other four. Ooh, i just saw i did another one saw a bunch of avengers i have no idea which one it is <laughs> because they all have all the characters uh that's a that's a toughie well all right this is going to be what what the other podcast is just for the listener you know yeah <laughs> it's just us live playing all of the uh all of the wordle clones on the entire internet well, i mean if there Somebody. isn't yet a, a repository or like a compendium of all Wordle clones, which I'm sure there is, but someone's got to post that to Hacker News. I oh, feel like yeah, that, that would uh, be a good one. Yeah, it's a no-brainer. Yeah, that, that's a no-brainer. And people did just make, uh, people uh, have made thousands of dollars on Spotify uh, with white noise. Did you see this one? <laughs> Boy, did I. I, I. At first, I thought it was some sort of scam thing uh, yeah, I when I too. saw that headline. But it's just yeah. like... It's white noise, you know, that people are actually out there seeking uh, for, you know, <laughs> meditation or relaxation or right. falling asleep or whatever. Yeah. Right. Which, Which you know, uh, props to them. I guess so. Yeah, definitely props to the people who made it. To the people yeah. who are listening to white noise on Spotify, let me tell you, uh, you can listen to it free from your iPhone because hmm. background noises are built in. But you'd have to get an app for it. That no. isn't Spotify. No, they're built in. That's what? the concept of built in. Is uh, that you I don't, thought you just you meant don't. you could have just meant there's an API for playing sound in the background, which I, there is. Um, yeah, you can go to accessibility. And okay, settings. you've lost everyone. I mean, I don't want to be that guy, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe make an app called like Spacehead, you know, and Sherlock Headspace, right. and then people will will use it. I'd use Spacehead for sure. I would. I that would. actually sounds like a great name for something. <laughs> Though it really is, you know, I'm now that I'm thinking on it, it is a little surprising that there isn't 
some sort of meditation mode built into I don't know the health app or uh, is there all of the all the Apple Watch stuff plugs plugs data straight into the the health app right? Yes, There's not some other basically. fitness app. Uh, okay. There is actually a there is um, activity app that focuses on workouts and the step count and all that. Well, you know I think we still got it after all these months. We're uh, <laughs> we're, we're killing the game here. <laughs> It was good to be back.